Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. And welcome to Clicker, I Barely Know Her, a The Last of Us HBO TV series recap and review podcast hosted by three very funny little friends from Melbourne, Australia. <laughs> My name is Ben Vanell. I'm joined by Tommy Dasselow. Hello. And Adam Knox. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is the uh, final episode for this season. Yes. You've used up everything in the tank for your introductions that got longer and longer every week. Mm-hmm. Was it refreshing to know that uh, you didn't have to hold back a little something for next week? <laughs> so refreshing, Tommy. I didn't even think about it. Week well, episode today, I thought. Yeah. Too short. Nothing yeah. really happened. It was just some sad doco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that just like a weird, angry British guy. Yeah. We just sat in front of a, a, a turned off TV screen for an hour. Yeah. I think last week tonight comes on after The Last of Us, you see. That's well, right. Well, you know what? Uh, you, you know, if you tune in to watch The Last of Us next week, mm. you know what HBO will be saying to you? Fuck off. Oh, oh, is Succession back? Off. Succession's back next week. What the week. fuck are you talking about? Taking the Last of Us slot. Well, yeah, damn, nice. that's obviously not what we'll be talking about today. This is still this is emails and shit yes. that you've sent us and wrapping up the, the first season of The Last of Us. We will be, it seems, unless one of us dies, mm-hmm. <laughs> which if you look back at this and that's happened yeah. in the future, this will sound weird. Well, maybe one of us might get the cordyceps uh, fungus. Oh, damn! If it's only infection. one and no one else gets it, that's fine. Sure, probably. sure. I'd, t- I'd take the hit. But uh, yeah, so we're going to be reading out uh, some some emails that you've sent in and, uh, and and wrapping up our thoughts on the first season of The, the Last of Us. Season, yeah. yeah. But then speaking of succession and stuff like that, stay subscribed to this. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to be doing some other stuff. I mean, we definitely will be doing some other stuff. We already do. Yeah. yeah. But there's probably like a newishy kind of thing coming at some point. We'll we'll let people know. Show if business, you want entertainment, uh, movies and TV related content. Stuff. We'll, yeah. If you yeah. like this, you'll probably be interested in it. Hang That's around. Right. But and we will be back. For season two of yes, Last of Us, of whenever that happens, and um, I'm sure if there's a trailer or significant news, we'll probably drop into the feed and yeah. do a little mini app yeah, or maybe. whatever. If there's if there's stuff worth talking about, totally. but then also if you want shit in the meantime, we've got a Patreon for our other podcast. We do another podcast if you've never listened to it called Filthy Casuals. It's about video games. That's why we started doing this one because of the Last of Us games. Um, 
And there's a Patreon for that, which also functions basically as the Patreon for everything we do together. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Filthy Casuals Pod. And the bonus podcast that we do there, among other things that you get every week, is about movies and TV and stuff like that. That's so it. So you might enjoy that if you want to support uh, us a little bit. Also. Yeah. And get more content in the interim. And um, we probably will be doing succession on that bonus pod. I imagine right? so, That's yes. Next week or the week after I'll um, be watching I think I don't I'm sure we mentioned it's at the very start of this but Knox and I also do a, a Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon podcast yeah. so uh, that's called Arya talking to me and we'll be covering House of the Dragon season 2 with the way that those things get released now though it's like once every year and a half two years is yeah. sort of the speed and it looks like that's probably the gap we're looking at for they obviously have confirmed the second season I think after the first episode or something yeah. of The Last of Us but it, I th- the 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 little bits and pieces of uh, chatter have been that they may film this year, right? Which means that we're a long way away from the second season coming out. Yeah. It won't be a year from now. But luckily, we yes, we already do a bunch of other stuff. If you want to listen to us talk, yeah, just uh, look it up. And I <laughs> just look it up, okay? Jump. I can't tell you exactly where to go. Just Get on a device. Yeah. yeah. Uh with those little bits of scuttlebutt, by the way. Mm. I've been I've been I've been keeping my eyes on on the what do you call them? The journals? The the papers? <laughs> the zines? Yeah. Trades? Trades. The trades. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to think of. Your eye on the trades, your ear to the ground. My eye's so focused on the news that I'm not looking at the title up the top that right. it says trades. Well, you actually, in between last episode and this week, you flew to LA and you just went up to the HBO building and yeah. you got a little glass and you just kind of <laughs> held it against the door. Yeah. And then you've uh, you've come back with some industry scuttlebutt for I us. I unfortunately didn't know the inside layout of the building. I was on the outside with my glass, but I can tell you what it sounds like when a lot of HBO executives take shits. Oh, yeah. Oh. But I was probably at the wrong part of the building to get anything too juicy. Mm. Some of them, yeah, <laughs> incredibly juicy sounding. Right. I think that, but anyway, it must be on that bloody smoothie diet. <laughs> oh, the way they eat over in LA, it's bizarre. <laughs> it's uh, so there's some bits that we'll save. By the way, it, we've made it clear, and probably by the time you're listening to this, you know the deal. But this sort of first portion, we won't be spoiling anything that you haven't seen in the show. Mm. You're safe to listen to this if you're only watching the show and haven't played the games then we'll clearly demarcate it and tell you exactly when it's coming up, but there'll be a section at the end for people who've played both of the games and are happy with spoilers for everything. Yes, because a couple of the emails that we got are from people speculating how they are going to tell right. the story of the second game in the second season. Right. But we won't go into them until it's very clearly marked. So this. some stuff about that that isn't spoilery. Yep. It They have not been renewed for a third season, but they are... Treating it like they will be, yes, which yes. I think is pretty safe. Yeah, and they it is fun. It's a very funny way of forcing their hand, though. To right. go, we're renewed <laughs> for season two, and we all thought, okay, well that means season two will just be the second game, right? And then they've gone, we're going to tell the story of the second game over two seasons. Mm. Yeah, second I mean, game is a long game, and there's a lot of story yeah. in there. It makes sense that you would need to span it over two seasons. That but means that there's a lot of time for the games to get ahead of where the, 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 the show is. Right, Honestly, and for the show to breathe as well. Yeah. yeah. But it would yeah. kind of rule if they split it up and then they don't get rid of the third season. Yeah, second season's and so it's, bad. It's just hanging there. It would <laughs> kind of rule. <laughs> I mean, at least it's one of the few things where you can go off and yeah. at least get the rest of the story in some form. That's true. Yeah. I'm wondering how many people will, in this span in between, 
be tempted to go and play part two the game. I mean, yeah, there were already people that, that we knew of, like, yeah, through our video games podcast and, like, the communities there where they were like, yeah, I've only played the first game. <laughs> it's yeah. like, the second game's been out for a couple of years. It's really fucking good. Yeah. I guess it's, you know, it's because it's more recent. It's been at a higher price for a long time. Yeah. That sort of stuff makes sense. Yeah. And it is only on PlayStation consoles. Yeah, true. Which can be a... Uh, a barrier to entry, but well, where yeah, I mean, my girlfriend still hasn't finished watching season one, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering if she gets to the end of that and just goes, "Oh my god, now we got to wait for season two and that's what I'm going to deploy. You know what? Mm. I'm itching to replay that second game. Oh, yeah. Why for don't anyone, we just do a playthrough of that together, and you yeah. get all the little story beats. I I wonder. I'm trying to think what my advice would be if someone was in that situation. Mm. I because. Like with Game of Thrones, for example, when that was on, I never went and read the books and got ahead right. because I enjoyed how the show was doing it and I wanted to see that. Mm. With with some other shows that are adaptations of written material that has already existed too, I've usually been pretty well the same mm-hmm. where the thing that I got into first was the thing that I wanted to see do it first because Joel and Ellie and all of the characters, for them, oh well, most of the characters are played by different people right. yep. than in the show. They sound different. They look different. You may enjoy not doing it. You may enjoy yeah. waiting for the show more if you've been a show-only person so far. I also think, I think, though, second season, like we said, is going to take a long time to come, right? So you could you yeah. could get on the second game now, do it, scratch that itch, and then you've got probably what a year and a half or so minimum to forget it like you you know mm. the way my memory works that would be basically me coming to it 100% fresh yeah and you don't want to get yourself spoiled too if you're online right yeah 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 you know that game's been out for a couple of years nearly 3 now so people are pretty liberal with talking about it mm-hmm. so and i think the way you the may story run into, yeah. yeah yeah the way the story functions in the second game and like we have and again i'm not going to spoil anything uh, we've got emails that speak to this that we'll read later on. Um, it, it It is going to be – I think it will end up being different enough. Mm. I don't think it's going to be a one-for-one. One. I think you would be able to get enough of a different-ish experience Maybe. playing the game and then watching the show. I think it will be one-to-one. I'm I'm almost certain that it will be okay. exactly the same level of adaptation as this. Okay. Yeah, it's been pretty – Pretty close so far. And from the way, so I watched a really good interview with Neil Druckmann that does have game spoilers in it, so be aware of that with, like, uh, I think the, the like, uh, oh, what's his fucking name? That kind of funny show it's called. It's kind of kind of funny is the name Family of the podcast. Guy? No. <laughs> Simpson. Simpson. Uh, that guy, anyway. Greg Miller. He Anyway, it doesn't matter, but they had... Joel Miller? Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> from Last of Us? That is a different guy, a real oh. life human being. Who oh, right. Exists. So not a David Tench situation. No, not an animated Joel asking <laughs> Joel like. So technically, you're my daddy. <laughs> do you guys think Pedro Pascal is animated? What are you guys talking about? So this guy Greg Miller, who hosts a show called Kind of Funny, which I made it very clear that that's what I was talking about. Okay. Uh, did a long interview with Neil Druckmann. He's been around doing a bunch of things. Where I think honestly, because he's not originally from the Hollywood seen mm-hmm. it's pretty easy to get him to spill beans right <laughs> he's aware that like oh, i can't really talk about that or whatever but the way that the asking questions about how will you adapt to and whatever mm-hmm. we maybe talk more about this in the sealed section no spoilers for now but he was very like 
we're going about it the same way as we did for part one. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, That's okay. interesting that you say that about Druckmann spilling the beans on Hollywood because I think you've sort of gotten the same thing with Craig Mazin, right? Where mm. wasn't there some point in him talking yeah. about the show where he's like, obviously we don't want to step on the toes of the third game. And right. they're like, the third game has not been officially announced <laughs> yet. Like, people know for sure that it is happening, but they're they are yet to go, this is happening. Such similar industries. Everyone knows. <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> just And these it, guys are working like side by side with each other and they seem to have not had any conversations about like, well, this is what we would prefer you to do yeah. in regards to our industry. And then both of them together were like, well, when Drake drops his new album, which is in my... <laughs> they don't care about... So anyway, there's more to talk about that in the uh, in the the the, uh, the quarantine zone yeah, yes. later. I'm but sure obviously the speculation about part two and how the show will do it will be uh, an interesting part yeah. of the next couple of years or whatever. Well, yeah, we all have thoughts, I'm sure, on the season as a whole, but I think a lot of these emails are going to give us the opportunity to yeah. kind of jump into that. So why don't we uh, why don't we just get into these? Let's do it. Let's I'd love to. Let's get into the goddamn mailbag. They were sent to clickeribarelynower at gmail.com, which you can continue to send emails to, I suppose. Mm-hmm. We'll, I'd love to read them. Yeah. If you want to say thoughts on the pod and stuff, it's very nice reading nice things people have said, which we're obviously not going to focus on here. Um, but only the negatives today. <laughs> <laughs> we yeah, we love reading that stuff. So if you if you feel like sending it in, that's the email address. Yeah, and, and if something one. does come up, if there's a trailer or big news right. or whatever, and we end up jumping in for a for a little update episode, we'll probably get yeah. to them then. So. And also, just to say quickly, we got a lot of emails, so we're not going to read out everything. And some of them had similar things. So if we've picked someone else's over yours, it was kind of saying the same thing. Sorry about that. And we can't get to all of them, but thank you, and we read them all. And yes. thank you. Yeah, to and in. yeah, and hello to all of your puppies. <laughs> A lot yes. of dog photos. Thank you for the really dog pics. Enjoy that. Yes, I felt like a fucking like CIA operative or something, or at the NSA, like just getting to see people's personal oh, info yeah. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. God, inside just, their houses. They just gave it up to us. Yeah, oh, it's so easy. Yeah. Nothing better than getting an email. Hey, and seeing uh, that Last of Us was a lot, lot of stuff about feet in the show. The Last of Us actually. <laughs> you can really. <laughs> okay, so our first email comes to us from Josh Earl. Uh, okay. Well, you full name them. Full name. Yeah. yeah them. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Josh Earl. A yes. beautiful on little Twitter, boy. I happen to know. Yes. yes. He's a comedian from Melbourne. If you don't know that, we know him. Yes. Does his own podcasts. Don't you know who I am? And one hundred percent hits volume pod. Yes. Uh, go listen to them. But uh, he says, long time listener, first time emailer. My question is this: Outbreak Day was September. This is th- good so far for the, his first email. Yeah, he's got the format decent. Yeah, the spelling's pretty good from the sounds of how you're reading it out. I hope the content holds up. Yeah, Let's well, given that he's out. never sent an email before, um, Could be his email address is interesting. Clicker, I barely know her too at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Outbreak day was September the twenty sixth, two thousand and three. Mm-hmm. Say in two thousand and three, you were the type of person to buy CDs every week, always the latest releases. Which of these albums that were all released on September the twenty third would you buy that would then be your album that you listen to for the next 20 plus years great question before you get into them uh we've talked a lot about this like 2003 mm-hmm. what where did pop culture stop i it's a fascinating subject to me mm-hmm. i intend to continue talking about it more yes and i'm excited for another opportunity to do it yes. my dream was we just don't stop this pod and we just in the intervening however long it takes <laughs> we just do that we just do that every week we just <laughs> talk about what culture would be like if it froze in 2003 sure pick I one really example <laughs> extrapolate from it yeah. Yeah, yeah i have no doubt in my mind that we could keep the ball in the air on that topic for as long as it takes. Yeah. Do you think Christina Aguilera would have turned into a mushroom? 
Mm. Or do you reckon she'd have been saved? Because she'd have had bodyguards and shit by that point. Right, exactly. So it's whether or not the fall of man uh, removes their loyalty, Mm -hmm. which is earned through pay, Mm -hmm. or if they think, well, Christina Aguilera will still be able to provide, she'll still be a figure in the post-apocalyptic world, and so we we still should work for her. Right. Or does she have enough resources around her? Is she living in a, you know, compound already where it's like, well, she's safe, she's got enough food stockpiled, like maybe Mm. she'll just be okay. This Mm. is Christina Aguilera as a clicker. You get the idea. It wasn't. It didn't come out as well as I'd hoped for. Just the 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 uh, execution on it. But you understand the general idea. Yes. 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 A run, a vocal run, but with clicks. Well, we're. Maybe Ben will be kind enough to edit in a better version of it. We'll see. Or edit this whole segment out. Yeah. Or just edit a noise of. When I tried to do it. Well, we're speculating that, you know, well, we're saying that they've that, that they've said that they'll keep it pretty one-to-one yes. in season two. But what if, I mean, this has been such a big popular show now, what if they just can't resist the temptation to go absolutely off the deep end with guest stars well, in the same yeah. way as like Ed Sheeran popping up in Game of Thrones? Exactly, yeah. And so it's like, you know, in season two we meet Harry Styles but he's just a dude. Yeah, no oh, one would have known. Well, yeah. I reckon I can sing pretty well. Who cares? Shut up. I was like free when the <laughs> exactly. outbreak happened. Yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. less realistic that he would have survived than he Christina. wouldn't have been able to sing well too. Because when he did his audition, uh, I hear from uh, younger people than me for uh, for One Direction and shit, mm. he wasn't that good. And he's been trained over the years, obviously. And he he's a great musician look. now. Yeah. And he, he fit in with the others. Okay. Well, okay, my point being, like, a, get a famous celeb that they could get on. Like, so who, yeah, someone big. Who was big in 2003? Right. Was, oh, yeah, Most recent host of The Tonight Show, Jay Leno, is here. Yeah. <laughs> and he's tried to turn the whole world into Mad Max so he can use all of his cars. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so here's the list of albums that came out on September 23, 2003. Outbox. Uh, Outbox, Outcast, Speakerbox, Love Below. Damn. Limp Biscuit, Results May Vary. Nickelback. We looked it up before as well. Results May Vary is the one with Behind Blue Eyes on it. And no no other recognisable songs to me, a former Limp Biscuit fan. (laughs) It's just one of those days. (laughs) No. Not that one. No. Not the only other one I could recognise. Hilltop Hood's The Calling. Uh, The Kill Bill Volume 1. Is that Nosebleed section? Uh, On that one, it would be. I reckon. I think it is. Yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah, a, it's around the right era. Yeah, Kill Bill Volume One soundtrack <laughs> and uh, Wheatus Hand Over Your Loved Ones. Now, I haven't even I haven't looked up any of the track lists of any of the rest of these albums because mm-hmm. for me. It's a uh, it's a no brainer. It's Outcast. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's the only one. The the. It is nosebleed section, by the way. The calling. Right. Hilltop hoods. If if any. And for anyone out there who's not Australian, Hilltop hoods, Aussie hip hop group. Yeah. With a couple of good songs. Yeah. But hugely successful. They group. rap like yes. this. They're from Australia. Yeah. It's just one of those days. <laughs> just one of those days. <laughs> you don't want to wake up. <laughs> Everything um, is fucking buggered. Behind blue eyes. <laughs> uh, it's got to be Kill Bill for me. Um, what? It's a Kill fan- Bill would be my close second because a soundtrack, That's this is my thinking, a soundtrack's going to give you, given that this is going to be it for 20, well, you don't know this when you're buying it, I guess. No. no. But, um, but we know it. Yeah. Given that it's going to be the thing that you're listening to for 20 plus years, 
little bit more variety in. Uh, That's right. I mean, if you're going to put it on the in the background, is going all over the place. If you've got yourself a Walkman Ellie style and you're able to kill infected to the sound of the Kill Bill soundtrack, yes. yeah, yeah, that makes a lot more sense than than Caroline. <laughs> like, I would, but also that would be cool. Well, I will say, I lo- I hammered that album when it came out. Me too. Album. Me too. Me too. It's yeah. great. And I'm still listening to it today, 20 years on. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, it's got it I mean, it is as it's it's a double album, so it's the most uh it's got the most content on it of yeah. all of those albums yes. in there. And yeah, it is it's going all over the place. Apparently, it's got a bit of everything on it. The story with it is that like Big Boy had an album yeah. that he'd been working on for ages and like Andre 3000 finds out about it like 2 weeks before it's meant to come out and he's like, "Oh, well, I'll put one together then too. Yeah. yeah. And does that one, whichever one, I Love Below. Love Below, Love Below yeah. In one, like yeah. two weeks with songs that you kind of have. But imagine getting to walk around post-apocalypse world and go, you know the most recent album that continues to be the most recent album. Here's the story behind it. Yeah. And I know from, from TikTok, which is the name of uh, the <laughs> guy who's so scared in our group that he keeps clicking all the time. <laughs> but not like a clicker. Don't worry. It's just a, a, a tick. That's why Ooh, we call him the watchmaker that. from Ep1. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He when he's giving uh, is it Sarah? When he's giving Sarah the the watch back for Joel, he's like, yeah. "Hey, by the way, fun fact about this album. Just that bought came this out album. <laughs> yeah, I'm not only timely on clocks, I'm timely on releases." Well, here's my thinking that I've just invented to justify my choice. Yeah. So I've been reading Station Eleven, which is also a TV show. It's a post-apocalyptic uh, story, and uh, one of the main groups in that is a is a touring theater company. Yep. Okay. So I'm thinking, oh. if I have Kill Bill soundtrack, Kill Bill Live. Oh, I'll do Kill Bill yeah. Live. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's it's, good. It's and Kill it's Bill Part only One, though. One. Yeah. No, you. So you'd have to make up Volume Two, I suppose, at some point. Yeah. Because if you were just going around doing Volume One, everyone would be like. What happened to whatever what happened the to fucking Bill? story and that was? <laughs> ben yeah. in a play. Where did the sword go? For some that. reason, he's just intuited this, or he, you know, had a friend who gave him the scuttlebutt. But you're recreating the start of two, and it's you buried alive, having oh. to do that, <laughs> having to do that live, traveling around the wilderness. Yeah, and just trusting people will like get me out if I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have, uh, I'd find five other people and and recreate, uh, like, come up with the ending of Friends, which would have never ended in this world go around and and do season 10 which we'd have written too yeah Mm. maybe until what like phoebe gets eaten (laughs) and we're fucked yeah maybe friends become like a uh an assassin group and they kill one of the members and then she's actually not dead and she has to get revenge on them Mm. uh matthew perry lies about getting bit 100 Mm percent uh courtney cox gets Eaten early, trying to hold a door closed, and it gets like knocked down on her. Okay. Um, mm. Matt LeBlanc lasts the longest, but takes his own life. Yeah. At some point. Yeah. Uh, like uh, with a big wave of them coming at him, and he's like, "Well, had then sometime. Yeah. Guess I'm going into Top Gear." <laughs> he didn't even know, but he loved the show. He loves the show. Yeah. <laughs> he loves cars. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who else have we got? Jennifer Aniston is. Not there on the day. That makes it easy for me. Sure. <laughs> um, David Schwimmer, Schwimmer gets eaten by a bunch of monkeys. <laughs> a bunch yeah. of rabid yeah, monkeys. Yeah, yeah, those yeah. like test monkeys. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Lisa Kudrow uh, returns to her home planet. Mm-hmm. She was an alien all along, nice. flies away the second it happens, and everyone kind of suspects her yeah. as yeah. having caused it after yeah. that. Fuck. No, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... 
The Kill Bill soundtrack. Yeah. What do we got for the track list? We've got that. Uh, we've got that. Woo-oo, woo-oo. Yes. So you listen to that a lot. We got bang bang. My baby shot me down. Yeah, you're the main theme. Yep. Uh, and a bunch of like a uh, score. <laughs> you're gonna go Is insane. Yeah. Yeah. The Only Riz- having the RZA that- did the score, and then there's like a bunch of like um, songs from other martial arts movies. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. I think that's going to drive you insane. <laughs> that's great that With you were like, hands down, I'd pick this. Yeah. And then when I said, what's on it? You're like, I don't really know. <laughs> well, it's a bunch of instrumental stuff, which like, yeah, yeah. again, like. Is, oh, Quincy Jones. It's good for, it's good walking music. Yeah. Austin Powers gold member soundtrack. Now you're talking. Oh yeah. You got some mm. Isaac Hayes. You got some RZA on there. Yeah. Yeah. Battle Without Honor or Humanity. Yes. So yeah. Stuff. Yeah. Stuff from other like Kung Fu movies. Yeah. Um, I'd love it. Especially if I'm having a fight to survive. That's true. Surely we all are. Yeah. I'm going to go live in a commu- communist society with... Love belonging to, to survive. We are in our commune. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Meanwhile, love- I'm, just, I'm just stabbing someone while I'm listening to Dracula's wedding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does the love below mean cunnilingus? Mm, could do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's like in the middle, though. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, the email from Josh does not end there. There's a bit of love below in this email. In the form of a PS. Wait, this okay. first email and he's used a fucking postscript? <laughs> wow. I guess that makes me believe it because that's a letter thing. I was going to say, yeah, he's probably written a, well, he hasn't, a he letter hasn't written PS. He's, he's open brackets, bonus question. Oh, okay. He doesn't know what he's doing. No. This, this is an email amateur. <laughs> no. He could be a trailblazer though. The Killer's Mr. Brightside was scheduled to be released September 29, 2003. Fuck. So they would have been pressed and sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Mm. Say you come across this warehouse when you are hiding from clickers <laughs> and you hear Mr. Brightside. Do you do a yesterday and start going around playing it on any guitar you see telling people that you wrote this song? <laughs> yes. Now, I, now, I've thought about this a lot. <laughs> I would love it that this would work out in a way where imagine the movie yesterday, but everyone ended up hating the Beatles songs that he was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this band like, that sucks. But really boring. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> is this about Jesus? <laughs> well, see, this is the thing because Mr. Brightside is it's a it's a jealous ex lover, right? right. It's yeah. him imagining his ex off with someone else and he's picturing it vividly in mm-hmm. his head. So it's like let's say you're a few months into this outbreak. People are dying across the world. People are fighting to survive and doing horrible things. And then you're you're, you're breaking out the guitar and being like, oh, now he's now he's touching <laughs> her hair. People would be like, I mean, if you sing it like fucking, that, yeah, get a grip, dude. This no, is what you're worrying that about. That opening riff is transcendent <laughs> enough <laughs> that people are gonna start dancing. It might cure the infection. That song that is very funny because, like, it does that bit where it sounds like he's gonna say "touching his dick," but yep. then goes "touching his chair." Like the fact that it does the Angie's going to hello operator, right. yeah, give me yeah, number yeah. nine. <laughs> She takes off her like people yep. just people just noticing that they've been bit as you're singing <laughs> this and being like yeah. they're probably both dead now. Mm. Who cares? My girlfriend died because she was cheating on me with someone who was infected. So yeah, maybe that's how you'd have I to love frame this it. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when did the less I know the better come out? Because that's the same song. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, that's I'd, true. I'd never thought about it. But I mean, well after. You got yeah, nine okay. more years of, of, of the apocalypse. All right. Thanks, Josh. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to beautiful boy Josh keep, Earl. Keep it up. Keep up that email writing. You're hey. getting better <laughs> with every uh, attempt, I'm Hang sure. Hang in there, slugger. Yeah. <laughs> See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one came to us from Cody. 
Having no idea where the story was going, I thought the last two episodes in particular were amazing. I was worried that I wouldn't enjoy the end of the season as much as the beginning based on the middle episodes, but I found this one of the most satisfying finales I've seen in a long time. I don't even really have any predictions for what comes next, but the wait is going to be a difficult one. Mm. So that is interesting to hear from someone who, not playing the games, yep. just along for the ride... I think we all hoped that the that ending would have the same impact that it had on us initially, mm. right? Like it, it, it was always a concern that other, you know, have they treated the sort of pacing of the emotional relationships, you know, in the right way, and is that you know decision going to have the same impact? Not being something that you've like been the player character for, you know, and yeah. not having that emotion. It's been cool, the, the responses to that, where people, it's the, exactly the same as the game, right? Like, they've pulled it off, where basically the thing of anyone who is a parent is like, yep, it's what I would have done. Don't right. even care if it's right or wrong. It's just what it's you would do. It's not a question. Mm. Yeah, there's no, yeah. like, yeah, there's and no like, moral dilemma. It probably is wrong. Don't give a fuck. Right. Yeah. That's my kid. Yep. Um, that, 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 same, that same turn on Joel, though, where you go, oof. Still has happened for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they built up the relationship between the two of them enough so that you believed that it mattered to him mm-hmm. that much. They pulled it off. Yeah, I do kind of think though a bit of the shame of it is that because you have a sizable chunk of the audience knowing that that was coming. Mm-hmm. If this was just a show, the games didn't exist. If this was the show, we're all along for the ride and we all experience this ending together. I do feel like there would just be culturally so much noise about like, oh my God, this is one of the all-time finales ever. Right. Do you know what I mean? But because you have a lot of people coming to it saying exactly what you're saying, Knox, like, yeah, they pulled it off. Yep. They, yep, it's registered. You know, like you've kind of missed that thing of like it hasn't gotten that swell of like, because I do think like narratively as an ending, it is one of the, I think it's one of the all-time finales of a show yeah and i think the thing that people like the thing that's more interesting to me than like should he have done it is the lie afterwards yes Yes. and that 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 seems to have had the 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 same sort of level of impact on people where even even if you go yeah of course he did it's like oh he Mm. probably fucked it there though Mm -hmm. yeah shouldn't have lied to his but also yeah for how good it is qualitatively it hasn't had the same ripple effect throughout social media that even like a red wedding had which again was based on existing material Mm. it just i don't know why i don't know why i think it's not as i like uh i was gonna say dramatic but that's not the right word it's not it's not as shocking maybe it's 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 more hurtful so Mm. there's less to go like whoa what's next it's just like oh that's You've got to spend yeah. a bit more time with it afterwards. You've got to really digest it and, like, yep. yeah. you know, think about your own position and put yourself in those shoes. Whereas something like a red wedding or a lot of the stuff that happens in Breaking Bad is just—it's all there, all on the screen. Mm. It's very explosive. It's very dynamic. And it's, it's often people know. dying, and it's like yeah. that's done. Right. Where this is so effective because it's such an open, like, mm. well, damn, what does she think? What does she know? What is, you know, like, mm-hmm. uh, so that it—you can't go. Wow, that had a full stop on it, and here's my reaction to it. It has to be more speculative of like, oh, what's next? And right. it's not a cliffhanger in the sense of like, yeah, like you know, someone finding out a bit of information in the last couple of seconds of a season, and then it's like, oh my god, this has such huge ramifications. Even though there is this lie hanging in the air, mm. it is very like, yeah, now they go into the town and life goes on. Right. It's not like you right. can think like, what's going to happen next in terms of 
is Ellie going to, you know, find out that he lied to her? But it doesn't quite have that lingering. Sure. This could be the end of, I mean, this was the end of Last of Us media. I guess it as was. As we knew it at the time when the game come out, came out. Yeah. So it is a bit more of a, this could be the end of the show and it would be a successful series. Right. And, it, and yeah, when it was the game ending, it was the ending. And so the fact that it was sort of, uh, it was ambiguous was the surprising thing about yeah. it. Yeah. But yes, this it's like, oh yeah, well, Ellie kind of seemed to have accepted this uh, regardless of it being true or false. And uh, yeah, I guess they're still mates. So And it like, yeah, it, it, it just, uh, even when the game came out, it seemed like that was it. People were like, wow, what a great ending. But it wasn't the, point of focus and discussion about it uh, in the in mm. the way that like a red wedding is like this more roller coastery thing mm. where it's just mm. it's such a soft for you know how roller coastery the stuff is before it in a way but that stuff is also so like understandable and not shocking because you're like yeah of course Joel's doing this yeah you know yeah, what yeah. i mean so it's not like wow that came out of nowhere it's like yeah you pushed him into the corner that we yeah. knew if he got pushed into he'd react this way yep so uh, that makes it great writing when a character does something that is should be so shocking, but you're like, of course. Yeah. Uh, it's a sad ending rather than, yeah, surprising one. Totally. Or dramatic one. And yeah. such a quiet one at the very, very end. Yeah. 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 Uh, Cody continues, on an unrelated note, uh, Mr. Brightside was scheduled to be released on September. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was disappointed we never see Cody, Wyoming, where Tommy last radioed from. This is the town I'm named after, but I've Whoa. never actually visited what? or even seen a picture of it. What the It's fuck, a very Cody? tiny town in our least populous state, so I was surprised when the plot of something like The Last of Us revolved for a while around getting there. I thought seeing it in a major production would be cool, but I guess I'll just have to take a road trip now. Yeah. Well, you wouldn't have even seen it too. I guess you would have seen somewhere in Canada that they called Cody. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yes. So you'll still need to just go to your namesake town. Hey, Google it, brother. Yeah, they'll no, have just, Google Maps of Cody, surely. Yeah. So you've grown up, your parents have told you you're Fuck. named after this town. We're I'm going to have gonna... a look at Cody before Cody does. Yeah, yeah do it. I'm going to be the first to see. You're named after this town. We're never going to take you there. We're right. never even going to... Show you a photo of it, yeah. And it, I, I mean, is this was he banned from looking at photo? Was yeah, there like a weird. was there like net nanny on what the if, home computer so he wasn't allowed to Google? What if you go to the town and like there's big billboards everywhere saying we have a dumb son? <laughs> <laughs> I have to assume he was conceived there, maybe. So oh, it's beautiful like, looking. Parents, some connection to it. Maybe? It looks maybe, gorgeous. Yeah. Have a look at this. Yeah, maybe they met there. This yeah, lake. Nice. And well, yeah, apparently look... Wyoming is beautiful. So. Cody, you got to get down there on this. Re- I mean, yeah. that, that's so funny. Wyoming, because I gotta. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Just it, it, like him, maybe already thinking about the road trip, and then yeah. Ep One, it gets mentioned, and he's like, "Let me just hold off for eight yeah. more weeks." Cancel and, uh, the motel booking. If we, if we see it. In an episode, yeah, filmed somewhere else but pretending to be it. That'll do yeah. me and I mm. guess I'll save a lot of money. And then end of Ep9, that's his response to that's his response to Joel's decision is to just go, <laughs> all right, well, call up the hire car company, there's, book the um, motels. There's a restaurant in, in, in Cody, Wyoming called Hungry Bear and it's one of those real American, you know, boring building, mostly car park looking places. Yep. But I wonder the if food, huge. And delicious looking. Oh, yeah. A burger the size of two men. A burger very, the size of a bear. A very American thing of the gigantic onion ring oh. in yes. the middle of the burger. Bowl I of pasta if, with just like the most oof. roughly chopped tomato I've ever seen. Love it. Go for um, a hungry bear. I wonder if you're going to get any enterprising uh, business owners in Cody, Wyoming just being like, you know what? 
They never actually show up in the town in the show, but it is mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a restaurant called Tommy's. Yeah. <laughs> we won't go to Jackson. No. No, we're already too li- obvious. But they're already living in Cody, so they're just like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, small sure. town, we yeah. gotta we gotta cash in. Little sign out the front. As mentioned in The Last of Us, <laughs> HBO. Has and it's mentioned. like when you walk in the door instead of the little ding, it's just playing like the sound bite of yes. Joel saying, He radioed in from Cody. Cody. <laughs> Love it. Well, thanks, Cody. Uh, This next one we have is from Raymond, who says, I watched the show with my girlfriend, brackets, I played the game, she didn't. Mm -hmm. After the finale, she turned to me and all she had to... Because I kept snatching the controller away from her. (laughs) (laughs) This is how you do it. (laughs) After the finale, she turned to me and all she had to say was, but... What happened to all the zombies? Mm. My question then is simple. Do you think that the lack of infected on the show negatively impacted the gravity of Joel's decision in the end? After all, if we don't see many infected, then why do we need a cure so bad? Mm. Also, keep in mind that in the game, Ellie is willing to give her life in search for a cure. Right. Explicitly. Um, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really good point. Yes. Yeah. Like they, after the fifth episode, I guess, when you've got the big swarm and like the show does show you enough of them to be like, they're real and they're out there and they're dangerous. Like and that scene Society in particular. has collapsed because of them. It focuses yeah. on that a so lot we more. See but that, yeah, yeah, after seeing that, it is, it, it kind of, I think taken as a whole, I can understand people's issues with specifically Ep. Five and mm-hmm. that's the one with the big the, zombie fight at the, the end. The big bloater and yeah, yeah. and like I I can sort of understand people's issues with pacing of the season as a whole because it's like yeah we get this huge moment and then it just dials it right back from there. Yeah. It is weird. It is weird to set that up. And I kind of thought, oh here we go. Well this is this is kind of setting the scene for we might have another one of these kind of set pieces later on in the series. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing to just do once in and the I middle of a show, I think. You, you get that one show up in the mall in episode seven, mm-hmm. which has a very impactful effect on them. But it is the, the, the thing that is missing the most from the show that was in the games. Like the reason the games, one of the reasons that they're so well liked is because the game itself feeds so much into the story mm. and the atmosphere of the world, world where that sense of danger is extremely present yes. in the game and the tension and the and the seriousness of the threat in the world is constantly there in the game in a way that it wasn't as much in the show. It's taken mm. you a really long time to get to your destination and you've been fighting for your life the there's entire a, time against a range of different infected. There's and a then, lot more of those segments that are completely yes. cut from the show. Yeah. Like when they go to the university, there's a whole bit that you go through there's bits in the city there's there's a lot more in the in the where they went to that kindergarten yeah those tunnels like stuff like that everywhere in the way that and i think it's a good point because it's like yeah we need this cure it's a dangerous world out there but then in terms of the show it's like well i mean you got here mm. and then this other group got here and they're yeah. saying it was difficult. Yeah. But two separate groups did manage to make their way across the country I and mean, with very yeah. little in the way of resources. For so that episode in particular, it's a good point that you need to be reminded of the impact that this shit has had on the current day. Mm. There's not maybe, obviously, I'm not blank check man and can't write them this budget, but okay. they had the flashback with Marlene and uh, Anna, Ellie's mom, mm-hmm. maybe have a second middle flashback in between there before we rejoin Joel and Ellie or or after or wherever of them crossing the country and the bit where a couple right. of people died and just like a minute 
Yep. But showing them being attacked and because I do think that's a good point because that mm. sense of threat and danger, especially from the infected, is less in the show than it is in the game. And the other thing that you miss out on in the show that's in the game that they covered up well enough, but is the other sort of, and I don't know if we've got an email to this that I'm stepping on the toes on, of um, the incidental relationship between Joel and Ellie, the, the, mm. the chat they're having while you're walking around, it's key to building that bond slowly and... In, and naturally throughout the game. Right. And they obviously cut it down and have to skim over it and have it happen in these moments that are a little more representative of longer sp- spans of time well, yeah, we, in the show than actually showing it. Does that make sense? We didn't get an email on this, but I got a message from my sister who yeah watched the show having not played the game. Tell her the address and get her to write it. I did. <laughs> <laughs> and she didn't. She was just like, no, just say it. Um, but yeah, she specifically felt that the relationship between Joel and Ellie took a, a wild leap in that last episode and was kind of not entirely believable. Mm. Um, and yeah, again, that's it's probably because of that, because that was not, you weren't able to like marinate in that at all, essentially. And I think it's worked for the most part despite that i kind of agree just in comparison to the game right i think they did it as well as they could in the show with the time with i guess if so, you yeah. took like the runtime that they've got yeah. it's about as good of a job of that as you can do they have these kind of time skips where you infer that they've gotten closer and had more chats like the one they were having around the fireplace or whatever right like but it isn't there in the same way that it really uh, effectively um, is in the game and then the other thing with the lack of infected i think a lot of people have been saying that they're second guessing sort of the cure thing and they're also right. saying like well even if it does work you know like what world is there to return to we've was, seen so yeah. much more of like oh society's crumbled the people that are left are crazy they're selfish or they're cultish or they're you know right uh, militaristic even if you could cure everyone it's not going to fix I c- the world i could have sworn we got an email that said that and i just went looking for it and i couldn't find it so I, apologies yeah. if you're the person that said might have been that. an instagram message i remember yeah. it too and i specifically remember reading the phrase like now i've got this world that's you know created all the that's now populated by these like pedophiles and murderers and stuff how do we do it right guess where pedophiles and murderers live right now this world yeah, so like we, yeah. we we people are capable of Fixing things, I, I agree that like. But stuff they're completely is, out of the bottle in this in in sure, this version of the world where dissolved, exa- yeah. that's the main thing, but right? People it's like, natu- we made up all laws and order anyway, so yeah. like we could we I reckon we could do it again. I just think it's not. I'd the, make them. It's it's yeah it's it it isn't going to be. I guess the point is that it's not going to be the immediate cure that it is sort of purported to be. It's like sure. they're still infected roaming around, so there'll be no new ones, but there will still be the existing ones out there. Same as Ellie, you can still get torn apart by them too. Right, yeah, exactly. yeah. and there's still going to be raiders, there's still going to be all these evils that are out there. I think that is a really interesting point. Like, right. you're true. right, you could, you could build that stuff back in, but, but I also who's going to be the one to do it? Like, it's going to, and it's going to take a long time. Well, it's not just yeah. going to be overnight... We're all living happily again. There will be conflict from the fact that the Fireflies are the ones to now have this cure in their hands. Yes. And they are a political group and they will use it politically. Mm. So, But I also think that wasn't the point of the game story. You know, the point no. of the game story was like the cure will work and everyone will be immune to this new thing. We will rebuild society. The point was like what are the moral implications of A, forcing Ellie to do it 
without being conscious and B, Joel not allowing it to go ahead. That was always the but crux again, of the, the story. again, when the show is focusing the, and on it's, the human evils of the world in this right. thing, it's like, of course that's where your brain goes because, yeah, in the game you've been – you know, pushing your way through these infected for yes. 15, 20 and hours worth of gameplay. So it does feel a lot more like, yeah, we get rid of all them. Yeah. And then everything's just a lot easier. And, exactly, and I think it doesn't yeah. reduce, it doesn't water down for me the, the, the impact of the, the decision they're making there too, because it's like, even if, yes, you need to rebuild stuff and yes, there's all these other threats, like it's still worth the shot. Yeah. It's still better than not. Yes. It, like healthcare is worth fighting for. Even I was going to it, say, it's know. like, yeah, we, we life is hard, but it was harder when we all had to worry about COVID twenty four hours a day yeah. and yeah. weren't allowed to leave our, ha- our houses. <laughs> like, the world's been fucked a ton of times. Yeah, yeah. you know yeah. that's what people do. They go now that there's this little bit of ease on our day to day life, we can add this dumb law in. Right. <laughs> I really think to go back to the point of uh, yeah, the relationship between Joel and Ellie. Right. The, the deviation of the Left Behind episode and where it fell in hmm. the running order. I really think either if you had like one more episode of the season or if you had left out, left behind and maybe come back to it in season two, because for anyone Mm. who – I assume we talked about this at the time, but that was sort of in the first game but released after the first game had been out as a bit for – as like a little extra sort of standalone two-hour thing that you played. So it wasn't kind of threaded into the main story of the game when you play it. And I don't think I maybe didn't play it. I yeah, think I maybe didn't ever experience the place it, so, where it was yeah. in the running order of this show made sense with the justification that I heard from them of like the reason they put it there being Joel's had this accident. We're going to spend more time with Ellie in the next thing. So let's get us already feeling distant from Joel. Yeah. And like Ellie is the protagonist now right. with that episode there, which makes sense and I think worked. Yeah, I just think those issues that pe- some people seem to be having about the not feeling the the relationship between the two of them. I mean, yeah, it was You've had the pretty late in the on. piece. Mm. To We went away from it for a bit. I think one more episode in there, even if the season had been 10 episodes. Yeah, I'm or, not sure why it wasn't. Like there, there yeah. was probably, yeah, more to explore mm. and deepen and, and sort of, yeah, increase your investment. I mean, it's got to be money and production stuff because they've said yes, as well course, with the yeah. infected thing specifically, if you guys want more infected in the first season, guess what? Season two, here they yeah. come. Like... Mm. As for ninety million dollar budget or whatever it was, it still limits you with a story of this scope that they were putting as much production right. quality as they did and into I this. Th- I assume that's probably yeah. the reasons they make because because it did still like it's had all of the impact and it's been clear and people have reacted to it in the same way as the game. So even though that stuff is out and maybe enriches a yeah. lot of stuff with. They 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 made probably the the best version of those cuts that yeah, yeah. This, and I think know. also too they were probably at the the money and time and everything but also just very aware of like we have to approach this differently to a game we don't want yeah. to fall into that trap of just recreating the set pieces because that's not the medium that we're in I mean mm. I honestly think shows and movies as well a lot of the time, especially if I go back and watch something that I remembered liking being like, oh, these two characters and whatever this thing is, uh, it's a great love story or they're great friends or whatever. And if you go back and rewatch it, especially this happens, you could go, fuck, that was quick. Yeah, They yeah. fell in love. Like when Harry met Sally, yeah. I love. But how quickly did you fall in love with the movie? 
unbelievably quickly. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> but it, it, there's there's a lot of those sorts of things where if you think about it too much, you're like, why did you even fucking care about each other? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. So within the format of TV, you do have a bit of a just it built into the medium a bit of that suspension of disbelief of people going like, I get that they now are this. Yep. And even if it's not happened in a way that would have felt natural to me in real life, it's this fine. This is not real life. So yeah. You got to make allowances. Yeah. I wouldn't have flinched. <laughs> uh, okay. We got this email. I love the return to cold opens for the finale. The Indonesia yes. and talk show opens were great and really tied it into the episode ahead. I would have liked to see more of Joel's past in one of them as a hint as to what was coming in the hospital and what was referred to in Jackson. It would be cool as something we never saw in the game as well in that time frame between 2003 and now. I kind of agree. Yeah. I, it, but it does make me think, like, I wonder how it's funny knowing that Druckmann is simultaneously working on season two of the show and part three of the game. Yes. And I wonder how much he's tapping <laughs> Mason into what the plans are and if there's stuff on the right. whiteboard where Mason's like, hey, what about a little thing where we kind of have a flashback and we see this and him just so, being like, no, my brother. Right. <laughs> not 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 to come in and, and be like, oh, compare to the games. But again, that flashback with the mum mm. was a thing that he'd written around the time of the first game and was going to be like a comic or something. Like he oh, yeah. had that story at that time and told Craig Mazin about it. And he was like, oh, that's going in the show. That's Yeah, it. right, right. So uh, th- there's potential that some of that type of story, because they do the thing where you write out more than you show, right? Yes. And you've got, you, they would know in their heads all the shit Joel did. Yeah. I'd like having the thing of, I think it's always really good, especially for someone scary for for other people to be like, do you know this guy's fucking really scary? Yeah, rather than I, no, I agree. It. I, but I do. I was loving the cold opens and whether or not opens, it was necessarily yeah. seeing Joel in that, like spelling that out. Yeah, the seeing more of that ones. kind of stuff. The early, yeah. I want right. to. Uh, yeah, I, st- I said it at the start of the show that that's my favorite bit in this kind of stuff is mm. the first few days when stuff's really going down. Mm. I was good in the Bill and maybe a little more of this because they had it in the Bill and Frank one a little bit, not a cold open, but like showing Bill first first days, yeah, yeah. doing stuff. I agree. I I, I really, I wish, and like it, it happens sometimes. Shows won't uh, show their opening credits because they just have so much story they need to get in to an episode. And so, obviously, there was a lot of stuff we're just saying before. Like, maybe they could have explored more of Joel and Ellie's relationship. They just couldn't fit it all in. Yes. Um, uh, But, yes, personally, I would have loved every week, cold open, doesn't have to be long, two minutes of pre or, you know, day of Mm. uh, infection It would have been cool, like nine episodes, cold open... Each episode's the first nine days. Yeah. There yeah. is a chance, I suppose, because what they showed kind of covered it. Yep. I got it from what they had in there. So, like, I wonder if having more of it might have just been repeating itself Diluted at some it. point. Potentially, yeah. But um, then just the different perspectives. Like, that's why yeah. World War Z, the book was good, because it was different perspectives around the entire world. And that worked so well off. for this show compared to the game, too, where you mm. could go follow the, the, the rebels who'd taken over Kansas City. You sure. could go you know, follow David's group more. Like, yeah. that was a really good aspect of this show as compared to the game. That you could have those different in the Bill and Frank episode and stuff. Yeah. So, but I guess yeah, is they only have so many minutes of mm. yeah. of, of airtime. Yeah. And with with Joel's stuff, like 
I wouldn't be against like I don't know seeing something, but I really like the way they had. You know, obviously Tess and Tommy are like, we got to make up for what we did yeah. a lot more than Joel. But then especially Maria's reaction to him being there of like, oh, I've fucking heard about you, dude. Yeah, you're a psycho. <laughs> and then you, you know, it, it, I think it works as a building up to finally seeing it right at the end there when his yeah. face fucking dips and like he dissociates and just fuck it like that I, was done so well. Yeah, I, I think I agree. I don't think I need more Joel flashbacks, but... Yeah. I do love a cold open. It's like Darth Vader. You see him, you know, you yeah. keep getting all this like, oh, Darth Vader's scary in like Rogue One. And then at the end he flips out. Right. And then, hey, if you do three movies about him being an angsty teenager, <laughs> it turns yeah. out that sucks. Yeah, so you should yeah. go back to when Joel found out Sarah was dead and went, no! <laughs> the, the soldier's like, I have the higher ground, <laughs> Joel. Well, as we're talking about... Uh, yeah, production and uh, all that kind of stuff. Here is an email that comes to us from Joel. Whoa. Greg Miller? <laughs> My question is, do you think any network other than HBO could have pulled this off? I've been thinking and I just can't see any others that would let Naughty Dog do its thing and tell the story they wanted to tell. I think this freedom bodes well for the next season as I feel it will require execs who won't care if a show breaks from the mould that worked. Keep up the great work on all of your shows. Maybe not a network, but like... I, uh, the boys is great that's a like prime video thing and i yeah. think that's yep. pretty they've had free reign to adapt some crazy shit from the source material there yes i don't Maybe. know what a netflix is I, like at the moment i don't think yeah. any good right ne- yeah i don't I, yeah. don't I mean there's yeah there's there's freedom but there's also just that stylistic thing that you get with hbo yeah i think an amc have shown that they're pretty i they get it yeah Maybe, but not, to not be fair, that's also way. only with one team, really. I, yeah. Also, uh, budget-wise, yeah, the, the, that's like their shows are fantastic, but they're like men in suits talking mostly. That is and at the end like of the day. Two car crashes in Breaking Bad that they use at exactly the right moment. Yeah, right. But, yeah, and but also that only happened when it was far enough along that it's like this, you sure. know, cultural touchstone yeah. where they're and like, I think worth investing in Channel Prime- Seven over here had <laughs> <laughs> a laugh track. Prime um, <laughs> has the budget, obviously. Yeah. But they do not – I think, yeah, the shows are so based on the the executive producers, the creative heads. Like, The Boys is good, but every other Amazon Prime show has been like – The Lord of the Rings yeah. one was, was boring, yeah. but beautiful at points, but also – but like and That's it, right? It, they gave it a billion dollars. It's just it, the people who made it didn't do a good job, yeah, yeah unfortunately. Yeah. So I think just based on, the, yeah, the level of like taste – and and knowing what it takes to make prestige TV, HBO is still probably yeah is the number one. I, yeah. it worked. It, yeah. it, it, yes, know. exactly. The answer is yeah HBO because the first season exists and it was really good. HBO so. HBO debt makes has made the most stuff like this. Prime has yeah. like one. Yeah, there just is. Yeah. You look There's at like really some of the stuff they else. start go doing in Game of Thrones in you know right. the third ish season on when it's. Becoming really, really big, and they're just giving them the freedom yeah. to do whatever they want. They're like just killing off no as many characters they do as they yeah. do yeah, in the show yeah, yeah. throughout this whole season. Like creative freedom and money, there just isn't. They just yeah. There's nowhere else that exists that has those kinds yeah. of things behind them. I mean, I could probably do it as well. I guess like I'd <laughs> yeah. probably be able to the figure it out. The filthy casuals network pulls yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something together pretty similar. Pretty creative. Honestly. Uh, <laughs> we need just like a few more patrons, and we can. <laughs> <laughs> I had a take on. Oh, this is from Carla. 
I had a take on why Marlene let Joel go. I think she was having doubts slash second thoughts. She had put herself in the role of doing the unethical thing for the Mm. greater good and she was going to stick to it. But whether consciously or subconsciously, she wanted someone else to fight for the don't murder a child side of the argument. Letting Joel go is like letting the universe decide who wins. It takes some of the responsibility off her in that way too. That's kind of interesting. Mm. Like... I think yeah, I don't um, agree in any like my personal thing is that I have zero qualms about the decision that was made with Ellie from the perspective of the Fireflies. It's like, yeah, it's the trolley problem. I'm pulling the lever, you know. Yep. I'm, I'm saving the rest of the world. I'm not worried about um, extrapolating or extending that thought process and being like, whatever doesn't work. I'm okay. Your whole but, organization is based on we right. want the world to be better. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah. trolley pro is like, well, what if the tram flew away? <laughs> <laughs> sure, but uh, it's not like this is why it's a great conundrum because there are a lot of different perspectives on it. They're and, all and, wrong, and they're all wrong because they didn't right, ask her right? as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, it's just too messy for it to have like a hero villain thing yes that that's exactly the trolley problem thing of why like yeah both of them ends up with someone dead if you could ask the people in the trolley problem (laughs) hey which one of you wants to die right that might solve fucking everything right if you let the person tied down on the track say to their psychopath dad hey i want this maybe that's able to happen yeah but that's that's the one thing that the fireflies i think definitely did wrong and that Joel did wrong and people don't argue about whether Joel did it wrong and the Fireflies did it just as wrong. Right. Having Ellie's consent be no part of it Mm. is I understand why they're both doing it because the Fireflies aren't going to take no for an answer and Joel is doesn't give a fuck if Ellie what Ellie wants clearly. Right. Right. But like I think at least could have fucking fixed the whole thing. Like I like that it's kind of a story about the importance of fucking personal agency and consent. Right. Um I have always thought that the Fireflies are doing it from a selfless point of view. Therefore, it's more justified uh, because Joel is doing it for a selfish point of view. Yeah, but it's more complicated than that, obviously. Like it, because like there, it's different levels of because like selfish, selfish in terms of disregarding some what someone else wants by not asking her. That is selfish. Mm, that's not what selfish means, though, right? Like it's um, Wait, it's disrespectful. But if your if your decision is based on saving the rest of the world, but that it's is not selfless. Not innate. Like not everything you do in service of that is always selfless. Like they I think, um, I think it is though. Uh, well, I disagree with that. I guess because like they're they're doing something bad to do this thing that will help lots of people, but it doesn't mean the bad thing they're doing is therefore not selfish as well or not like cruel and not like disregarding of somebody else. It just... But that's not... I, I think that's... It's definitely um, bad, but I think it's ultimately selfless. Well, I think Joel doesn't think of it as selfish either, like because he's, to him, saving someone. He's, yeah, so... Yeah, exactly. But he's, yeah. He's, he's acting saving- selfishly because he's doing it for himself. Yes. At the end of the day. And he knows that Ellie would be fine he, with dying. Yes. So it's like, well, you're but, not doing but, it for her. But, on yeah, some but level, in his mind, he's he's probably he is viewing it as a selfless action. If they'd had asked of have asked her, yeah, then Ellie's being selfless and they are also being selfless because it's hard to kill a kid. 
even if it's for a good reason. But the fact that they don't ask her and are doing it anyway, that's the element of that that I think is just like it's um, thoughtless and and yeah, that's uh, the bit that's like the cruel. ethical problem, right? Yeah. 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 So I think just the word selfish and like, because I don't think even Joel is being like selfish, because, but he is in a way, but then like every parent is selfish in that exact same way, yeah. which isn't necessarily selfish. It's just survival instinct and like this, this amygdala part of you that is like, well, I, think, I need yeah. to save I think this he person. Is, I mean, he's being selfish in the sense that he is depriving the world of the cure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. he's not. But he's not thinking of it in those terms. He's not doing it being like, yeah, I'm fucking everyone over, but I don't care. He's literally just going lizard brain, I'm well, saving this And he girl. knows that he is, but he's he, like, he it doesn't knows, matter if any price is the price to pay. I don't care what the price is. I don't think is. he's really like weighing it up in that moment. He's just no, like, I'm not going to let this person die. It's I don't selfish care. because he's doing it to fix a problem, fix a mistake he feels he made and replace his daughter with a new daughter. Like, that's why it's selfish to me. It is, it is yeah. like... It's self-motivated I on think a subconscious level. That's on it a, is exactly. It's that. on a subconscious... He's not going, here we go. Here's yeah. my opportunity to fix the past. But it's just like, that's happening. And he I wouldn't think- be having that, um, like, quote-unquote, instinctive uh, response to save Ellie... If he didn't have a dead daughter, you know, like it's it's all tied to that. Of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then at the same time, like the people who were killing Ellie without her consent for it, which she would have given, Mm. the show makes it so clear that she would have given. Which I don't think it's like that's then that's not an issue. Then it's like we know that she consented to it, but they don't know. They don't. Yeah, yeah. But they were if they're gonna do it anyway, then it doesn't matter. If the reason to do it, it still does. Like that's still wrong to do. I understand making on a like a very small scale. Right, if the if like literally, you would sacrifice one person to save five billion. Yeah, then that's uh, like morally justified. But it's still not right to kill that person. You've still done something wrong. You've just done it for a reason that mattered. But like, I I don't think it then means like, and your hands are clean. It just means you had to do something shit for a reason that mattered. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, and I think just like. Like and it, different people are going to respond to it differently, right? If you're in that position, one person is going to be able to go, yeah, we had to sacrifice a person to save humanity. And look, everything's getting back to normal. This is great. Whereas the other person that's in the room with you is going to never be able to sleep again for the rest of their life because yeah. they're like, I killed a kid. doesn't right. matter. Now the world's back to normal, but that's actually bad for me. Well, and, and that's why Because I, now I live in a nice civilization but i'm just plagued by this for the rest of my life and that's why i feel like marlene is like the hero because she's like i have as strong a bond with ellie as joel does almost on a parental level but she doesn't have that weird hole in her personality where she had a child die and is plugging it Mm. with this again non-consensually forcing ellie to be his new daughter and marlene is like yeah i'm i'm gonna live with i'm i'm accepting the guilt of sacrificing someone I feel such a parental maternal bond with. Right. Yeah. I don't think hers is as strong as Joel's, obviously, because like But it's also not as like crazy. We get <laughs> no, we got an email but to like, this effect. Parents of, are fucking crazy. Yeah. That's the thing. Like every parent pretty much like But that's it. He's don't. not her dad. Yeah. That's the that's his problem (laughs) Uh, yeah i mean that is the funny thing we got an email uh and you know a few people have said and you know about the games as well hundreds of people have said this if not thousands yeah i'm a parent um or you know we heard we heard this a little bit played the game 
didn't have kids. Right. Um, gone back to it since having kids and then watching the show having kids. Completely different perspective on it. It's not a decision. It's not an option. It's just literally that is, you know, you know when you have a child that that is just what you would do. Right. And that is a fair, 100% a fair point. But like you say, even though they have this bond... It's not his child. It's not his child. It's he not has his a child. child. It's not and his child. And even it's if it is, someone he's known for a few months. Like. Even yeah. if it is yeah. your child, even if he was, even if Ellie had been his daughter the whole time and everything. Yeah. I still personally think that that parental instinct and people's familial instincts are deliberately by design, like self-centered. Right. Because like that is, and I think it's a really negative thing in the way that we have these like this is a broader thing, but nuclear families that we've kind of forced people into having now which is not sort of the natural way to exist in communities right we should be we're, a lot more jackson we're getting rid of community of yeah in and, favor and of that, yeah. people see themselves as selfless because they do things for their kids but like that is still a really distinct individual unit well, that, that i think subtracts from society by segregating yourselves into such small groups if that makes well, sense but so much right. of it is just chemical and biological you as can't well. help it's like it. the right. baby head smell thing right you know but no, like so that's ba- the thing and I, they secrete a thing and that's biologically to it to link you to this thing and make you go like i'm okay now it's just it's uh, it's us it's i'm able to say unit. all of that because i don't have kids yeah and i'm thinking about it purely robotically like sociologically almost it just yeah. it it the instinct to have a kid from everything i've heard when you've got a kid people tend to care about them (laughs) i don't know if i'm crazy and going out on a limb here but so it makes total like all of it makes sense and i don't think marlene has anywhere near the same bond like it sets her up with the opportunity to have the same bond which she Mm. foregoes by like i'll look i'll make sure she goes to fedra and all that but she doesn't like care about Ellie and Ellie doesn't care about her in the, the show, same way that yeah, Joel and Ellie do. The show do. did do a good job of, of um, m- you know, making you show through that origin story thing that, yeah, that this is a hard decision for her as well. But yeah. it's not, yeah, it's not one iota on the relationship that Joel has with her. And they all, they, they've all done stuff wrong and, like, obviously the scale of it affects a lot more people in either direction because all the people who Joel's shooting are also, or a lot of them are probably gonna kill ellie to save their families too they're making the same decision that he is of like why well, don't fucking care if she dies she has to because there are people to save yeah mm. and it's it's just about that scale and that, that that's not how a lot of people's thinking or emotions work like just biologically and evolutionarily right like you don't yeah. I'd, I'd, people have said this same quote and i don't know if it comes from when it was the game or everything but like they were all trying to save the world just Ellie was Joel's world. But then yeah. it does get into weird things of like, well, you've displaced your emotions <laughs> from a yeah. former child onto this new surrogate child. Yeah, like that, the fact that like that is unhealthy, it's like, oh, well, then that kind of doesn't, like you're kind of not allowed to be like, yeah, he's, he's being like, uh, his parental instincts are kicking in because it's like, they shouldn't be. It's yeah. just a girl he he met recently, and it's all trauma from his actual daughter dying. It helps that like clearly they've got a bond that is mutual. It's not him, but then at the end, yeah, there, yeah. that distance that is a lot more there in I think the show than in the game of the, from the way like Bella Ramsey's played it of like Joel making all these comparisons to Sarah and stuff right. that does happen, but like it's clear that she's like, okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not her, mm. and like. I'm not going to take the same role as her. Like, 
we've got our own thing here and like this is great i care about you as whatever we are but you you ain't my dad yeah, and you sure yeah. as hell i got this my far daughter. before meeting you without having parents so that's fine. It's right. all it's all fucked I'm up. Fine. That's what's so cool about friend. it, though, because like <laughs> right. I got yeah. a friend now, and guess what? I want more friends who are my own age. Right. You know, being able to have every person in that though have some reasons that they should or shouldn't do it. Like I think the only thing that I personally think is just for sure for me is that it all would have been fixed if you just fucking woke her up and asked her. Mm. Yeah. Because I am so sure she would have said yes, but it's important. I think that she does. I get. I think why they, they would be like, well, we're just going to no. jump in and do it. Mm. Yeah. But so what? Then you're in the same position. If she says no, then it's like, okay, I'll continue sure, being sure. a monster yeah. and mm. kill her to to probably get this cure. Mm. Like it. Well, but then they're, yeah, I mean, I guess then they're having to wrestle. You know, they can like delude themselves if they don't wake her up and go, sure. eh, she probably would have been fine with it. Yeah. She, you know, she knew she was the cure. Who's going to say no to helping the world? But if they yeah. wake her up and ask her, it's like, well, if we're prepared to do this anyway, then we're having to wrestle with the idea that she actually said no. Right. And, and that's the thing I, I kind of see as a bit like, I guess selfish, but, ju- you know, just not taking her into account at all. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they're doing that to make it easier for them. Well, uh, the, I guess, uh, you know. Another email that we got yeah. that sort of speaks to this discussion. This came from Kate. Quick one. Can we talk about the surgeon's training and experience? I work in medicine, and if 20 years has passed, I'm thinking this guy could be a little rusty at pediatric brain surgery. I know Ellie wasn't expected to live, but this guy is channeling massive, mediocre white guy energy if he thinks he can just crack someone's brain, take a peek, and save the world. I mean, he did go like... (laughs) I'm not letting you take her with the smallest knife (laughs) held up to this gunman. I don't know if he knows what that scalpel can do. That's very funny. If Joel walked in, he's like, oh, thank God. Well, I mean... (laughs) I didn't get a good look at the guy, but it's like, how old do we think he is? Was he just like beginning of medical school? Yeah, like, yeah. Kicked yeah off? true. He was like probably brain only... surgery is pretty like, yeah, it's a good point. Mm. If you've got to extract something, I mean, yes, they know that she's not going to live, so that's not right. an issue of having to like patch her back it. up. Yeah. But they still need to, yeah, get something presumably very delicate and difficult to find out of there. I guess they're just getting this, this sample of the cordyceps, so yeah. Um, and he did only look about 40 or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't know. The show didn't tell us that he was incompetent. Like, uh, like with the consent thing, it's like, well, they didn't ask her. So I'm, I can't speculate on what would or wouldn't have happened. So like, I don't know. The doctor's dead now. We don't know if he was competent or not. Sure. Uh, the show, if it was important to the narrative, would have shown him being like, oh, geez, I haven't, you know. Uh, um, he would have been flipping through textbooks. He would have been boning up on it. Right, because right? we, like, we did get a, a message in the Discord being like, um, oh, well, how do we know this even, you know, t- right. who's to say this would have even been the cure? And it's like, well, you got to just take the text at its, you know, at yes. its word. We're, they've they've said to us repeatedly, this will definitely work. And if, if they wanted to explore it not working, then they would have had them go through with it and that would have been in season two. And yeah. that no, maybe like, is a direction it could go because I don't think it necessarily even really makes a difference to the meat of what's going on there. Yeah, the, like, the, the emotional story, yeah. Yeah, because the, the point is that it's worth the try over this kid's life right? anyway. So even if it might not have worked, doesn't make what Joel did make any more 
sense, honestly. Right. If if they'd have in the show been like, and it's a five percent chance, but we got to take it, then that changes things. Right. Mm. M- but the show like, is like says like, nah, it's we're doing it. Yeah. The doctor reckons it's a cure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on that too, we got this email from Bob. I'm not a doctor, and I have a nonsense uni degree. I reckon we can set up a few elaborate Rube Goldberg machines to get one click to bite a lady that is currently giving birth. Oh. I mean, yeah. given that that is the interesting thing, and we go. Let me. I'll try and find it in a sec. We did get another thing sort of on this topic that. In because yeah, in the game it's it's never addressed how mm. Ellie is immune. Um, but in this world, Marlene no, Marlene knows it's not just like you know Ellie's turned up and no one knows how this happened. Right, Marlene knows ha- how this happened. She doesn't know for sure, I guess, because analyzed her and it's like I got bit before. That's true. I but mean, I, she yeah. was go- she was birthed before. You'd have to. Assume that if you're Marlene, you're going like, is that why she's immune? Right. Yeah. Right. But it is interesting, though. I mean, I do think they know enough to go like, well, we could, you know, farm a kid. Yeah. You know, try it that way, perhaps. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is an interesting. It, it's an interesting wrinkle that isn't in the original. Uh, that isn't in the game of like you could. You could have a go at replicating that. Right. But they've if only you wanted to. They've known about it for less than a pregnancy term at this point too. So maybe they're even ramping that up. But yeah. they only know Ellie's immune at the start of this. Yes. Oh, sure, sure. So yep. in the time it takes, which is less than a year. Because, yep. so and then from, Marlene's dead now. So Right. Unless she told someone, which again is just speculation. Yeah. Yeah. But you'd want to like absolutely try and recreate that. Well, yeah. sort of on the other and side And it'd of be the fucked coin. up again. But like also what it like, you, you're going to do fucked up shit here. Like. That's the other thing with the consent. I'm not saying that I wouldn't, if I was the doctor, mm. do the same thing. I'd probably ask her and then go, like, if she says, no, I'm going to do it anyway and I'll just have to live with that. Right. right. Because, like, it's more important than that. But it would be more. And, like, I'd, I'd end up fucking jumping off or something after that. Well, Surely. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. It. Surely I'm climbing a skyscraper to have a look around and jumping onto a giraffe. You're either not <laughs> getting consent or you're ignoring consent. Right. And which, or not ignoring lack of consent. And exactly. Yeah, yeah, which is worse. Like, it's, it's, they're all, I mean, they're just as bad as each other. Like, it's, it is bad to kill someone. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. I know. <laughs> I, I've gone on a few limbs here, but it makes sense why both sides are, have no qualms about doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Lewis kind of speaks to the other side of the uh, Rube Goldberg scenario. Oh, uh, I've never the, played the, the big games. hammer tied up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. The thing at the other end of a Rube Goldberg. I've never played the game, so apologies if this gets covered, brought up uh, more in either game. But I was thinking about how they basically explicitly show why Ellie is immune and how some people thought that was a bit too on the nose. In my opinion, I think this just does so much more to show Joel's actions as 1,000% selfish. When he tells Ellie, oh, there were others like you. If we didn't know the explicit and extremely hard to replicate situation that led to Ellie's immunity, then we'd have to assume that maybe there are some other immune people just born with a natural immunity. Mm. By knowing that Ellie is only immune because of that extremely specific circumstance, we can see that Joel really did take the one chance the human race had all for himself and I just thought that hit it home even more. And uh, yeah, I think that's a good I point. Agree, like yeah. in the in the game you are left going like, well yeah, who knows? Right. They could maybe maybe in like, you know, Somewhere in Denmark, there's someone who they found, and they're yeah. Able no one to used to have blonde hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now heaps of people do. Yeah. 
Um, we're getting near the end of the emails. A lot of them we've kind of circled around and covered already. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from Seb. Hey, guys, I used to work at a vet helping with blood draws and vaccine administration. If that's not enough credentials, I also took the trash out and cleaned the bathrooms. Good boy. This is just based on <laughs> Last of Us lore stuff. That would have set him off as a vet. <laughs> <laughs> this is just based on Last of Us lore stuff, but animals can be infected. The monkeys seen at the oh. university were infected and there was meant to be an infected a elephant what? that you would run into, but it got scrapped. Some of the huh. newspapers you see laying around mention it though. Uh, if you could pick an either, uh, if you could pick a moment in either Last of Us game for an infected elephant to come raging through, when would it be? Oh, when Bill and Frank were fucking. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, probably. Fuck. I mean, it is. Uh, I mean, it gives her an. Inc- uh, it, it, this would be tough because it would uh, rob Ellie of uh, a lot of, I guess, agency. In this scene, but that pedophile pinning her down and then just elephant just coming in and taking him out would be... I mean, it was awesome to see her just go hog wild and stab the shit out of him, but death by infected elephant would have been in a burning building. Jumanji, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, speaking of the animals, by the way, that giraffe was real. Yeah. Yeah. How crazy is that? We were all like, oh, that's good CGI because giraffes look so weird that they look computer generated. (laughs) And then when they're walking, they're dead. yeah. But that was a proper fucking actual giraffe named something normal. Okay. Steve I think his name or something. Yeah, not like a, you know, a giraffe name. Yeah. I guess a lot of giraffe names are normal. They're just not names from Melbourne, Australia all right. of the time. Anyway, real giraffe. Real giraffe. Yeah. yeah. So that's it for the bulk of the emails. We've got a couple that are for the quarantine zone potentially, but not, I mean, not too many. There's okay. a couple of things I want to... I want to. Okay. I guess we also can have, yeah, like season wrap-up thoughts that are spoilery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a couple things, yeah, that tie into season two that are right. little... Little, uh, the, the, the big bunny's favourite, some Easter eggs. Oh. <gasps> Easter Actually, he hates up. Easter eggs because he's always leaving. He's hiding them around for yeah other people. Well, let's wrap up the main bit of the episode for the thank you for joining us yes. on this wild ride. <laughs> if you're tapping out of the quarantine zone, um, yeah, maybe if you go in and play the second game, mm. if you can't help yourself, you can go back and listen to all our quarantine zones. Yeah, over the course that's of the a season. good point. Listen to every episode as many times as you like. Um, that's my recommendation. Mm. And yep. uh, yeah, if you want more from us <laughs> talking about movies and TV and, and music and stuff, patreon.com slash filthy casuals pod. Yep. Yeah. Um, and huge archive of bonus episodes. A ton of them, 200 and something. Almost 300 now, yeah. Oh, wow. Um, And, uh, yeah, if you were like uh, video games at all, maybe you started playing them because of this show. Oh, maybe you did. Filthy Casuals uh, Mm -hmm. is our podcast about them. We'll have other stuff coming up too. Follow social things. I don't really have any, but like these guys and, yep. and some, uh, some, some. Oh, I'm doing a show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival oh, that yeah. promises to have oh, yeah. absolutely nothing at all to do with The Last of Us. But right. uh, it's called Scam Artist. It starts on March 29th, goes till April the 9th at the Coopers Inn. You can get tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. Nice. And, and yeah, keep uh, your eyes here. We'll be doing more stuff. Keep your eyes on this feed. Yeah. We'll pop up from time to time. Get this though. If you don't want spoilers for both games. Fuck off. Rack, fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Success is back. Uh, thank you so much for listening, though, if you've been listening uh, just to the show bit. Yeah. Appreciate it, and we'll we'll see you soon. Anyone who wants spoilers for both games, both games spoilers, everything. Everything is going to be potentially spoiled here. Mm. Leave if you don't want spoilers for both Last of Us games and everything uh, that's been out. Uh, Logan, uh, 
this clicker came after me. Who the f- and, uh, oh, it's Greg. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> and uh, I think it might have bit me. And because, uh, uh, yeah, um, I'm just starting to feel a little bit uh, like uh, lightheaded. And uh, that's if, uh, right. what if succession last of us? Yeah, yeah, that's, not yeah bad. that's good. A little the bridging, last of uh, yeah. su- succession. The sucks of us, <laughs> Eshin. Do they've got dicks? Do they still have dicks? Do their dicks still work? <laughs> this is the best way to clear people out before the yeah, spell yeah, section. I think Do I'm some really go. bad bits. Even people that we're well, interested are now gone. We're in there now. This is spoilers for both games. Quarantine zone style. If you're not immune... Oh, yeah. <laughs> Plugging my comedy festival show and then doing the worst bit of all time. <laughs> really good stuff. <laughs> really good Damn, marketing. I see why I called it Scam Artist. <laughs> um, get a load of this. Abby's in that last episode. Yep. Mm. Little yep, silhouette yep. of Abby. I, I, I'm I'm convinced that it is that not, and not well, a Well, a million other people thought it enough to, yeah, screenshot it, put up clips. I Yeah, I it, only saw this screenshot. Sense. Yeah, it makes sense that it's... Abby and not anyone else because that person doesn't ever come back into the episode. It's the one person who gets away that yep. he doesn't shoot in the back and she's got the ponytail that Abby has not lit on the face very deliberately seeming mm-hmm. so they can cast whoever is Abby later. Right. So Abby's in the hospital, yep. which is also, that makes sense. God, yeah. isn't that brutal being that person that they just get for the right. behind right. shot and thinking yeah, like, oh, maybe if I play my maybe if I play my person, cut. I, I mean, it could be the person. Mm-hmm. It could be the actual maybe. person. They just get her in? Yeah, I guess so. I don't think they've cast the for Abby yet. Well, they haven't said who it is. No, well, that's true. It could yeah. be a secret. And then the other one was that uh, I don't think we, we, we picked up on this with the episode last week, that Laura Bailey, who plays Abby in the second game, was one of the nurses. Yes. yes. Who, she also played that nurse in the first game, yeah. which is how they knew her and went, you were all right to work with. Mm. Come back and do heaps more and get some death threats while you're pregnant. Yeah, yeah. And she went, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I guess I could use the money. Yeah. 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 yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. And, the, yeah, to expand a little more on that stuff I was seeing Neil Druckmann saying, it really seems like... So the process he was talking about as well is take the game, adapt it, remove stuff that doesn't make sense... Keep it as close as we can for if that's logical. Right. Maybe they will decide it's not logical to do it in the game way. Who knows? But the way he was saying it made it sound because they've been writing it while filming this one and right. everything. Right. Getting close to done with the writing was my impression. Yeah. Fuck. So shit's moving. Yeah. I'd love to see more stuff like that Anna scene that was like cutting room floor stuff from the games. Yeah. Show yeah. Up. Or just even stuff that's written notes. Right. In the games, as with the Bill and Frank stuff that so expanded into. I'd forgotten that Ellie's mother writes her a note in the right. game. There's a note from Ellie's mother, Anna, that um, uh, uh, Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie in the game, a mum in this, had written out herself and put in her pocket when filming that scene. Oh. To, you know, I don't know, because she doesn't know how to act, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay, she's great. And then, so th- I'd forgotten, though, that that was an element in the game. Right. Um, these guys know that that story better than me for some reason. Mm. Um, so those are some little tiny details. You're, yeah. you're both looking at me a bit like you've got nothing you want to say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of speculating <laughs> kind of, how it's going to go, we've, we've done we it. Done we've been doing it since yeah, Ep yeah. 1 and this hasn't changed that. I still think, yeah, I, I, I we get a lot of messages about how are they going to structure the season. And I... Agree. I can see them, you know, it's not a straightforward, uh, you know, you can adapt 
the first game one to one. Sure. Because it's two people going on a journey across country. Yeah, so it's you've a road got trip to show movie. all of that. But this second game jumps around in time, yeah. shows yeah. different perspectives. It, I do think it is – I think it'll keep what happens like one-to-one. I think they'll adapt it in that way. Mm-hmm. Mm. But in terms of just pivot mid-season or whatever, going all the way back, different character f- now for four or five episodes in a row – I yeah I I can see it I can see that being a real challenge. It's not mm. as simple as just going like yeah we'll just show the journey. I mean it was bold in the game, you know, and so I think they'll want to recreate that boldness. Yeah. So we we'll see, the bets on. I'm team same structure. Tommy's team new structure. Ben, I, do you want to join a side? Yeah, I'm team uh, game structure. I, okay. I think they'll do the same well, thing. Well, let's beat up Tommy. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I don't even know that I'm it'll, necessarily... It'll, it'll be start of season three, I reckon. Uh, end of season three, I reckon, is literally that bit in the cinema. Boom, end Jesse's down. Uh, end of season two, I mean, yeah. 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 Gun, exactly. black, less of a gap between two and three. Yep, and season three will start with, now you're Abby. Little baby Abby or, yeah. you know, yeah. teenage Abby. Yeah, yeah. Same places roughly for the flashbacks because... The first time I played Last of Us 2, I found that stuff jarring and confusing in the way that it's meant to be. Yeah. But I think it lends itself better. I mean, you know, this may be retreading old ground, but lends itself better to a TV show because it's a lot more normal and has been done a lot more for a TV show to wiggle back and forth. Yeah. I Especially think- with a season where yeah. you clearly demarcate, like episode one, this is the character we're following. Same story, same world. Don't worry about that. But. You are. We're forcing you to shift your perspective, yep. and you go. Okay, well, this is what this season is. I'm on board. Pedro dying, probably second episode, maybe first mm-hmm. of a long one or something, mm-hmm. will shock people. Then him coming back for those flashbacks will maybe we'll go. Oh, what the fuck? Right. Oh, wow, Pedro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how I, I imagine I, people watching shows. Wow, what the? That's I how they tweet about it, and yeah. then they post a little fan cam, a little sad <laughs> little gif. <laughs> I think I agree. I think I agree that yeah, where the out will be is mm-hmm. that cinema scene, mm-hmm. and yeah, coming back and then just kicking off the new season with like, oh, okay, I guess we're just focusing on someone different now for a bit. Right, it would be crazy. But I mean, if you do, yeah, that is. But it was you, crazy in the game. That's the exactly, thing. Like, yeah. It was, yeah, that's why that game was so divisive, and people have come around to it now in an in a second toxic way, <laughs> where they will now go like, if you don't like it, you're a fucking piece of shit and an idiot. Right. Which like, yeah, find a fucking <laughs> just just relax. It's, but it, I mean, it's always only the extreme people who are making the most noise. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. But it's I guess the, most the difference is stuff. if you're yeah. making something, and I like agree that, more. Closely with them, I suppose, to my own <laughs> shame. You wanna, yeah, you're rioting for a good reason. <laughs> if you're making, so, if you're doing that in a game, you have the luxury, I guess, of knowing that people have paid for the game. They're invested. They might be thrown mm. a bit off kilter. They may not love it, but there, you would hope that the majority of people are going to persist along for the ride yeah. and push in. Yeah. In a show, people are like fuck this. I'm not watching anymore. And uh, you can lose viewership a lot more easily. You're, you're completely right about yeah. that. And they I must be think thinking th- about it. I think it'd be the decision will be Craig Mazin, I suppose, because Druckmann did it the way that he thought was best once. Yeah, yeah. There's another writer too whose name I forget, but who I didn't even realise was the co-writer of Last of Us Part 2, who she's written a bunch of shit. Oh, right. And is like a huge part of the reason, it seems, why that was so good. And I believe they will that she will be working on this as well. 
Oh, yeah, right. Come the second cool. and third season. And I may, presumably the third game, right? Yeah. yeah. That's not confirmed, but she like just when season two got confirmed, she like tweeted, I'm like, guess we got to work together more now or something. And like, great. It, I believe she is involved in a way that that guy, Bruce Straley, who was the game director of the first, was not. Right. I think that she, but this is all speculation. What if it's all uh, like Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad style? <laughs> Every episode, cold open, black and white, Abby. <laughs> <laughs> Working in a Cinnabon <laughs> I mean honestly Well they do set up Abby that's, Yeah I have no I'm so fucking glad That we're not involved With the creative process <laughs> Of the season two and three Of The Last of Us Because Oh yeah it, You'd be second guessing Whatever choice you make It's to a, to a point right that It's really tough The one thing I suppose That also makes me think It'd be the same Where they keep asking Like are you like So what do you think Of the response And Neil Druckmann In particular is like I literally never think about it yeah. I do not care about it I cannot think about it. Right. Which is usually the right way to make something creatively valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick to your guns. Well, right? it's a rare thing Believe where it's yourself. like, yeah. listen to the, yeah, the critical consensus was right. this is a great work of art. Yeah. There was some bad audience. But, you know, it is a rare thing where it's like a lot of times it'd be like, don't worry about the critics, worry about what the audience is thinking. Right. But in that it's like, mm. yeah, don't don't worry about that. A couple of years later, like, a lot of the audience will come around or yeah. more people will well, get most, to it. Most of the original audience did like it as well, right? Yeah, right. Like yeah, it was, yeah. Like, you, you, you can never trust the internet because you, there can be review bombing, there can be yeah. bots and The angriest people are the most stuff. loud, it was so... Yeah. such a huge game, too, that, of course, the proportion of that angry percentage... Or that proportion was maybe the same, but the number of people right. made it seem like it was this huge thing because the game was enormous. Right, yeah. Um, and it also, I guess, was more divisive than a lot of games. But yeah. f- fucking, I'm real pumped, as we've kept saying, to see. See, I like the story of two more. Yeah, I'm yep. really excited yeah. to Me see too. that as an adaptation. And I've noticed people have started saying the word adaption. It's not. That's not a word. It's not. <laughs> no. It's. I think it's an American thing. Right. Like addicting, addictive uh, adaptation. I, yeah. I don't want to be prescriptive about this stuff, but. Grow up. Learn how to <laughs> speak English. Addicting <laughs> annoys the fuck it. out of me. Yeah. It's like it's up there with should of instead oh, of and should could, have. Could me. care less. Could care yeah. less. I could go either way with that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bothers me. Anyway, but um, as an adaptation, there's just so much fucking shit to get into. Yeah. Into and. Uh, I mean, it's great that there is going to be a bigger budget because there is so much more action and there is... Like, that is, mm. like, so, such a, a large part of why 2 was as entertaining as it was. All the fucking Seraphites, the Scars, you know, yeah. that island. Like, there is... The scope and scale is, is bigger and... It's probably going to be even better to watch. I want to see more yeah. of those ruined buildings. We got a yeah. lot of that kind of stuff in the cities in the first couple of eps and then pretty quickly we're into... And obviously, yeah, this has been done for... I mean, this happens in the game, but also production reasons. We're into these areas that haven't been as affected because they're off in the snow and they're just like boarded up little shacks. Right. But yeah. I want to see more of those like collapsed skyscrapers and shit. I yeah. think that story is going to be helped out as well by having people playing the Abby's group yeah, as mm. well because like yeah. in the game it was easy to be like because you know everyone looks like a game character to yeah. be like oh who, which one was and but having right. you know human actors having someone play Owen who has like a bit of charisma to him and you're like oh I am like I do feel divided about what's gonna happen totally to Owen's this guy. the one guy out of them who it's like Owen didn't do anything yeah mm. like he was trying his best the whole time and yeah man I'm gonna replay yeah. this game 
Yeah, it's great. That's my big takeaway. <laughs> I can't wait for that factions thing or whatever they end up calling it, the multiplayer thing. Oh, I, yeah. I'm really keen to see yeah. that. The gameplay of two was great. The multiplayer of part one was great. I'm I'm keen to see what that is. You have to. I'm sorry, but you have to talk about that on the video games podcast, not here. And part three, the game. <laughs> I also uh, really am glad that that seems as though it's a yeah. given. Yeah, I wonder when they'll drop the announce of that, whether they're Who thinking knows? it all like... You know, are they mm. timing that around? One other thing from this interview that I watched was that he was like, we picked the thing that most excited us as a studio. We weren't just going necessarily, hey, we've got to do X or Y. Mm. We picked our most exciting project and we are already in production on it. Yeah. So which it's 100% The Last of Us Part 3. You'd have to assume so. That story didn't fin- it Like the ending of 2 was good, but there is a wrap-up. And, like, Ellie has an arc that could be completed in a, you know, my guess. I was almost going to be like, I don't want to spoil it, but I don't fucking know what it is. <laughs> but if she had some opportunity to sacrifice herself for some kind of greater good right. later in her life, right. she's been through so much bullshit in between, Yep, that would be what I would see as the the most positive note you could end Ellie's story she, on. Because has she yeah. ever found out in 2 that... What happened with Joe? I mean, she... She knows exactly. She goes back to the hospital, remember, and finds like a tape and then he admits everything and like she fully knows what happened by the time he dies. Right. And then... That's right. And she she has yet to forgive him for it. Literally the day before, she's like, I want to try to forgive you. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can. So that's why it's such a wound. Okay. And then by the end of it seems to have sort of dealt with it. Yeah. Internally, but after yeah, her, a lot of bloody effing and jeffing, her, <laughs> her personal um, yeah thing is like, I had, I had a way to mean something to the entire world, and it was taken away from me. So it would make sense if the, there's a resolution of some the, kind to that. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. sacrificed this other meaningful thing mm-hmm. in like Dina and the baby. T- in pursuit of this unresolved thing. Like yeah. if she's able to get kind of like Abby with Lev, like some mm-hmm. reason for being useful. Yes. Um, then that would be the most, I mean, and she would have to die. Yeah. Which would be the most positive note to end her story. in. so like the fact that that would still be sad. Yes. means that it's, it's still probably, a tragedy. It's still the last of us. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Or they made it. Maybe they came up with a brand new IP, and they're excited for that. Yeah. Or like, guess what? We lied about Uncharted. Uncharted Five coming soon. Who knows? We got the rights back to Crash Bandicoot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's Jack. No Daxter. Well, because yeah, I mean, they they are so good at subverting expectations. So us immediately, that's where your head goes to. That's where it would have to end up. Means that that's the first thing to go on the whiteboard, which means. We can't do it. Yeah. Right. If three fuckheads on a podcast can cook it up. <laughs> totally. That means we've got to try a little harder. Is it an Abbey game? And, right. and maybe Ellie shows up in a bit. Or who knows? Mm. And yeah. that's exciting and why I want to see it. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, guys. Yes. That is us done for this current batch of episodes of Clicker I Barely Know Her. As we said, keep your eyes on the feed. Yes. Keep your eyes on our social media. Clicker I be- at Clicker I Barely Know Her. Uh, and if any news, if there's, you know, if there's anything big enough to warrant dropping in for a little one weeker, we'll yeah. do it. But yeah, uh, and yeah and we've filthy got casuals will obviously casuals. talk. And if you listen to this bit, there's a better chance you're listening to that. Right, this is the game part. Yes, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If yeah. you don't, go over and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. 
And yeah, we'll obviously talk about Last of Us 3 announcements and stuff over on that. Oh yep. boy, yep. I'm going to fucking chew someone's ear off about it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm going full Tyson on that announcement. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.